when you're like, Lord, heal his legs. And I'm like, bro, I'm already healed. I'm good. They're like, oh, you'll be able to walk soon. I'm like, maybe God don't want me to walk. Like, can you just leave me alone? Right. I I like how you said I'm already healed. Yeah. Because that's so true, right? Welcome to Free Willin' with Carden of Milk. I'm Carden Wyckoff, global disability advocate and a wheelchair warrior. This podcast shares stories of people with various disabilities and shines a new light on accessibility topics. Our goal is to knock down barriers so we can walk through life a little easier and build a community to do this together. I'd love to hear what you think at the end. Feel free to text me at 470-588-1215. We welcome you on our journey towards equality for all. Well, welcome back to another episode of Free Wheeling with Carden of Milk. I have JJ yeah. Rock in the house. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> How you doing? I'm awesome. I'm so cool, happy cool, that you're cool. here. Yeah. Tell I'm me happy a- <laughs> too. It's awesome. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I have um my name is J Rock. Um my name is my nickname is J Rock, but my name is Jeremy Williams. And um, I'm an artist. I um, I'm a metal vocalist, and I have my yeah. own band. And what's it called? It's called <laughs> Conniption of Your Merge. And if you can't say that, just say K O Y. Your Merge is my name backwards, and Conniption means a burst of emotion. Oh, I never actually knew what the yeah, meaning was like behind your. It means your a burst voice. of a burst of a uh, burst of emotion or a burst of anger. Or, you know, any emotion that you feel that you just go crazy chaotic with. <laughs> yeah. And how did we meet? Man, we met outside like the Department of Labor and you were like, yo, sis, what up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, yo, sis, what up? And you were like, do I know him? I'm like, nah, but we family. <laughs> Yeah, it was so great that we just like the power of just meeting people naturally and yeah, then hooking up on social media and yeah. then just following each other. We've known each other for what, like six years or something? Yes. It's been a minute. So yeah, it's about six years. It's <laughs> been about six years, man. And you've been you've been supportive and I've been supportive of your movement and it's it's so cool to be at your crib right now. It's pretty <laughs> dope. It's thank dope you, thank hell. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So uh, obviously you're here on the podcast and today we're talking about a topic that is really close to you. And actually we had a chat about this the other night with a few other people, um, sexuality and having a disability. Yeah. um, And tell me about your feelings about it. Maybe (sighs) some misconceptions and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy because like, I'm, I'm part of the LGBT movement. I'm, I'm the beat, you know, I'm bisexual. So I see a lot of things, like a lot of things as far as like, you know, how people perceive us, even in the LGBT community. Um, you, it is a free community, but at the same time, it's like, it's it's not free to us all the way if you get what i mean mm-hmm. um like one year i tried to go down to pride and the 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 sidewalks were 
pretty fucked up. Can I curse? Sure. <laughs> um, they were pretty fucked up. And uh, and this is in Atlanta, right? <laughs> yeah, this is in okay. Atlanta. After I walked a couple a couple ways, I didn't feel no pride. I'm like, why Why am I even here? Because you want to feel a part of something belonging. Exactly. So it was just like, instead of feeling something belonging, I felt more depressed. Because I was like, all I see is able-bodied people walking, you know, with the, with the flag. And there's really no representation of LGBT who are disabled, who are gay, who are trans, um, who are, you know, bisexual, pan, however that spectrum goes, how many, you know, people are in that spectrum. I know there's us in that community, but we don't get represented. You know, it's only the, the able-bodied people that get represented. And also, as far as commercials, like we were talking before, you don't see people like us. Mm-hmm. You don't see people like us in the media. Mm-hmm. You don't see people like us on commercials. It sucks. And basically what happens is people will be like, oh, um, they'll have this misconception, sexual misconception about disabled people. You know, we're either their poster child for sympathy or... They'll, they'll be like, oh, can I touch you? You need <laughs> prayer, you know, but they don't really think about, you know, our sexual needs or whatever the case may be. They just want us to be, oh, y'all don't have sex. Y'all are sexless because you're in the chair or in the walker. That's kind of what I feel like they they believe, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't totally get that. And I understand where you're coming from. I get people that come up to me all the time, especially in the dating world. And they're like, oh, well, can you have sex or can you do this? And yes. can you do that? And it's like, why are you even asking me that question? You know, yeah. it's almost like such a violation of privacy, privacy. and um, just the your personal integrity. And yeah. it's like, why you wouldn't go to an able-bodied person and ask them, you know, something so sensitive and so mm-hmm. invasive. That's what I was, that's what I was about to touch on. Um, you said you would not go on a date with an able-bodied person and literally be like, Oh, um, can you have children? Yeah. Um, or I know you're brain damaged, but are you able to be a father or, mm-hmm. or just simple questions? It doesn't even have to be on a date or whatever. Like as far as me, like, I have cerebral palsy and, you know, I was brain damaged at birth. So literally people think, oh, he must be mentally ill or something. And no, no diss to the people who have mental disabilities. Just because I have cerebral palsy does not mean that my brain cannot work. I may have Mm -hmm. a hard time with like, let's say math or reading, but I'm a smart do like I'm a smart dude. Yeah, you have your opinions, do your own thing, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. your own band. Yeah, you mean you're out and about and doing things. And yeah. at the end of the day, we all crave that one thing, and yeah. that's companionship. Companionship. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a core Most human. Definitely. Most definitely. Core human and, trait. Um, yeah. Kind of going back to the Pride Parade, actually, you know what would be really cool if we started a float. That was just like disability and sexuality. Yeah. And we just like recruited a bunch of our friends, um, either who use wheelchairs or just even our allies and just made a float. Or if we didn't even have a float, just had, you know, a section um, of us rolling and walking and being piggybacked or whatever. If you have. I think that would be good because um, 
one thing I see in the um, artistic world, because I'm an artist, is that the able-bodied body is so lifted up. Mm-hmm. And it's so, oh, oh, it's so, um, <laughs> main media, music, all that, literally worships able-bodied bodies. Like, we literally are like, ooh, like we literally worship them like they're bodies of gold. But I'm like, what about us? Yeah. You know, what What about us? And even in it. Um, the LGBT community, I see that as well. It's like, ooh, you gotta look like this. You gotta have six pack. Like, it's like anybody who's straight, gay, whatever, everybody like looks at perfection and it's like, nah, bro, nah, sis, it's not about perfection. Like, we're perfect the way we are. Like, stop it you know, pray for me or whatever. I'm not knocking prayer or anything like that. You do what you do. But when you're like, Lord, heal his legs. And I'm (laughs) like, bro, I'm already healed. I'm good. They're like, oh, you'll be able to walk soon. I'm like, maybe God don't want me to walk. Like, can you just leave me alone? Right. I (laughs) I like how you said I'm already healed. Yeah. Because that's so true, right? We are already healed. I mean, I believe in God and yeah. sounds like you do or have some sort of spirituality. Yeah. We and all believe it. I'm like, very content with who I am exactly. as a person in the physical state that I am. Sure, there's days where it's harder, but I think the challenges makes me a stronger person. No Would you doubt. say that's for yourself as yeah, well? Yeah, most definitely. And I think I think music, music does a lot to help that. And uh as far as like the thing with sexuality is just like either they're curious or either it's like they don't believe that we can have sex. It's like it's unthinkable in their mind. But like, you know, the way the way I look at it is like this. If we embrace if we have like a sex symbol in the community, in the disabled community that embraced her or his disability and, you know, they lift it up real high. I think that would change a lot of people's perceptions of people with disabilities. You know what I'm saying? I think that would change, you know, and then more kids or, 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 or more people would be, would be proud, would be proud to discuss things like this. But a lot of times what happens is like people just are like, Oh, y'all can't have sex. And I'm here to tell them that you know, don't sexualize our bodies, but at the same time, we're human. We, right. we have desires. We have sexual desires as well. Um, but it's just like people just don't even think that we do. Right. Well, kind of also going back more into the media and how we are portrayed yes. in the media. Um, I know that a lot of companies have started doing po- body positivity campaigns. Yeah. I know, um, Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger, Hilfiger. Yeah, Hilfiger. I've seen that too. Tommy Hilfiger, Target. Yeah. There's a few others out there. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on them starting a movement? And even Nike with their shoes, right? Yeah, definitely. The flyies yeah. and stuff. I think that's good for that. But I think it needs to be more, you know, more out. It's it's already out, but it just needs to be more companies doing that. Like I looked at the Tommy Hilfiger thing and it had me crying, bro. Like it had me crying, sis, because I was like, more companies need to do mm-hmm. this. They need 
disabled actors and we have like the X-Men with the, I forgot the dude's name. He's like blind or whatever on the X-Men, but we need our like own like superhero crew where all of us have disabilities, Mm -hmm. but within those disabilities, we have superpowers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it's, it's crazy. We need shows for us. And I love the fact that Tommy's doing that. And I feel like the company did it from their heart. When I saw the, um, there was a girl on the Tommy Hilfiger uh, commercial with one arm and she was able to get the clothes on. And I just, that to me, I was like, man, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not forgotten right. by people, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it makes me cry sometimes because I'm like, there needs to be more of that. That's all we asking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And another one I can think of is the Victoria's Secret fashion show or the um i think they stopped doing it but historically it's always like beautiful able-bodied women yes and it's like for me i'm looking at that i'm like none of those women represent me as a person (laughs) and so where are the women (laughs) where are the women who are beautiful in every way shape or form that are rolling in wheelchairs or walkers or um who are blind or have any type of the purpose of the show is it's you, you physically see. So, right. So I'm thinking more specific to physical disabilities that yes. you can see with the eye and yes. there was no representation. None. And so, yeah. Well, I mean, what are some of the things that you wish or that you would want to do to make that a more, I guess, representation matters, right? Yes, it does. I want to see more, more disability characters, more people in music with disabilities. Here's another thing. I go to certain places where they have talent shows or certain things like that, of that nature or whatever. And, you know, it's like they may have like stairs or whatever, like different clubs or whatever. And I go to be a representation that we can do it. We can do music and, you know, Thank God for the pioneers like Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. But after them, there was nobody else to pick up the torch and say, here you go. Right. And I feel like the media with us is like very selective. Like they'll be like, okay, we'll get two blind dudes. But, you know, I don't know about a person in a wheelchair because your your disability is too visible it's like too visible what What does that even mean yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um no knock to voc rehab at all Uh, the lady at voc rehab said she said because her her disability is not visible they're willing to hire her the way she put it but you get what i'm saying it's like they don't see the disability but she has it so they're still willing to hire her. Basis me, it's like they see it and it's like, I don't know. You know, we'll put you as a greeter, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, okay, thank you for the greeter thing. But like, what if I want to go higher? What if I, what if I'm just going to be doing greeter all my life? You know what I'm saying? Got it. So you're referring to like job positions and being placed in the workforce? Yeah. Got yeah, it. Got yeah. it. Okay. And also, in the world at large, like I use the Stevie Wonder and the Ray Charles example, it's like, okay, yeah, but 
None of y'all are going out to look for people with multiple sclerosis or cerebral palsy or Down syndrome. There's tons of good actors, tons of good artists. Like I know people that can sing their ass off and they're disabled and they need to be right up there with Billie Eilish, right up there with Beyonce, but nobody gives them a chance. And I feel like it's, it's my duty in the world. I'm not trying to be self-righteous or anything, but it's my duty to kind of sprinkle a little bit of change on that, make disability sexy, but also show them that, you know, we're human beings as well, you know? We yeah. are humans. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're human. We all but want the they same don't, thing. But they don't, you know, they mm. don't look at it the way we do. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. weird. Because I'll be looking at them like, what you mean? <laughs> like, yeah. have you ever realized, like, they'll be using, like, subliminal stuff? Like, they won't say it, but you know what they're saying? It's very, it's, it's, it's very weird. Like, have you ever experienced that where, like, somebody has said something, but you could tell what they actually really meant right and it's like, like i have a brain yeah yeah. i know, <laughs> I know what, you, what you're saying like stop sugarcoating it i know what you're saying yeah. and it's like you know we know that we're human beings mm-hmm. and we know that we're not props for sympathy i want you to be inspired by me but i don't want your sympathy <laughs> if you're gonna go out with me go out with me if you're gonna if you're gonna buy my music buy my music but don't sympathize i don't want to be your sympathy porn I don't. Your sympathy porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so true. I think I, I like how you said to be inspired because uh, that's a thing is a lot of able-bodied people will say you're such an inspiration because of, you know, what you're out and doing. And it's it's like, okay, well, thank you so much. And I know I'm just out here making a change. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, yeah, I don't you're really. So inspirational when you brush your teeth. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, I wonder if that's the right wording, right? I, or maybe is it just a reflection on them that they're not actually going out and doing things? Or maybe that's just not yeah. the lens that they're looking through. I feel like it's a reflection on them that they look at it with a mixture of inspiration and sympathy. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's weird. It's like, oh, I'm inspired, but oh, it pains me. Like, it shouldn't pain you, bruh. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't pain you, sis. I'm good. It may not look like it's good to you. Like, this is all I know. Yeah, same. So from the time I was brain damaged at birth, so this is this is all I know. I know doctors. I know surgeries. So when you see me, you're just like, oh, it's nah, this is this is what I know. This is my normal. Like, why are you so sad for my normal? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I think it calls on their ignorance. Hmm. And what do you wish that they would know? We're very smart individuals. Hmm. And if you got three of us together, we could take over the world. (laughs) Let's do it, Jeremy. (laughs) Like, if it's just me and you, we could start an army. Like, I know tons of people with with disabilities and they're like, Yo, they're, they're smart in science, smart in, in ideas, smart in art. You know, I'm not the only one who loves music. There's a lot of us that love music. I want to tell this, this story. My mom, she used to take care of a, um, a child who had many disabilities, right? Mom, he had, she had a cassette tape and she used to put the cassette, 
the the cassette tape was a Michael Jackson cassette tape, and she used to put it on, and the kid. She said the kid would start moving. The the kid could literally feel the music. That's one thing with me. Like, we're so good in the art. And I think that comes from not being understood. Like, it's almost like the blues. People with disabilities, when they're extraly good in the art, it's like we're expressing our pain. If a, If I'm singing, I'm literally expressing my pain. I know it sounds really loud and harsh, but I'm expressing my pain. When you do what you do, you're literally saying, look at me because I've been through a lot of slashes and a lot of breakdowns and I need somebody to look at me, not for pity, but to just uphold me just like you uphold those other able-bodied people. Just look at me as a human being. That's what I'm painting from. When you have pity on us, you are literally um, displacing the word humanity with slave and toy. We're like your little sympathy slave toy. You could just carry around. No, no, we're not. We're not that. Um, also, as far as the educational system goes with us, um, I was in special ed. So I seen a lot of that. And it, it's so interesting how we call it special ed. Like, yeah, you know, that's a whole another topic of discussion is, you know, why are we special treated ed. at as special education? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was held back at, you know, in school and I got out of special ed when I was 18 years old, like, because I realized my reading level wasn't up to par and, you know, it's still not up to par because I was there for my whole educational life, I guess you could say. A whole, I read on like maybe a third grade level and I do math probably like on, probably like a second grade because I have so much to learn and nobody like, people set me down and they tried to teach me, but they don't understand when, when you don't get what you need. And I'm not making an excuse, but when you don't get what you need, and then on top of that, you have a hard time learning, like somebody should have sat me down and been like, yo, you're special. I'm going to show you a different way. One of my tutors actually showed me a way, and I thank her for it, um, how to do numbers and stuff like that. When I see numbers, I see pictures. So I learned through colors and music. So she was able to teach me a little bit to you know, of math and stuff like that through like pictures and colors and stuff like that. And I was able to learn, but just because of that, I'm not a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they literally think, Oh, if you have a learning disability, you must some type of like crazy or something. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe they think, Oh, you're Einstein in this area. Just stay in this area. No, we could go anywhere we want. It's just that we have more of a challenge learning how to do things. But when it comes to music, I've been around music my whole life. Because uh, you get it. It speaks to you. And you yeah, yeah. Tell you. I've, been singing, I've been singing since I was two years old. We still have this piano to this day in my house. I've been a baby. So music has always been in my house. And music is the way I speak. It's the way, it's the way I communicate. That's why I say that when disabled people 
you know, are in the arts, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I can do music and more specifically metal. I think metal is a very, 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 very powerful genre, very powerful genre to get into. And especially you don't see people like us far as disabled or stuff like that doing like metal music. So I was like, you know, let me bring my perspective into the metal community. I don't see things like y'all do. Let me bring my perspective. And that's where my song, uh, Special Ed Prison of the Mind came from, you know. <laughs> we'll have to check it out. It's on Spotify, right? It's on uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, kind of going back a little bit more to dating and sexuality, yeah. I, I want to pick your brain on dating apps and meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> dating apps and meeting people in person and what that experience has been like for you. Cause I know it's always been a struggle for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've been on, I've been on a couple of dating apps and it's just like, it's easy, but it's still hard because we're so driven by the way the person looks yes. that it's like, <laughs> uh, and I know, I know we all have our own pr- we all have our own preferences. Like I have my preferences, but I'm not going, I'm not going to turn a sister like you away just because she in a wheelchair or a brother uh, like you in a way just because they're in a wheelchair. Now I'm not going to turn them away for the wheelchair reason, but I may turn them away for another reason. Like maybe they got a bad attitude or maybe crazy or whatever. And I don't like to use the word crazy, but a lot of people in this world are psychotic but um i'm not gonna turn anybody away just because they're in a wheelchair just because they're in a walker what the hell i look like doing that shit like i look stupid yeah i think with dating apps as you alluded to it's all based on what they look like yes yes it's literally just an image and then maybe like a boomerang or something and that's what a lot of social media and our platforms these days are you don't even know if you're getting catfished or not like what the hell yeah and i think it's easy just to you know judge someone judge a book by its cover essentially it's yeah, like oh just because they look a little differently than what all the other people are doesn't mean they're any less of a human or yeah they're probably warriors and can overcome challenges yeah, way yeah. more than any other regular person could i'm glad you said warriors because that's the way i look at us I, I look at people with disabilities as warriors like we we're warriors like we're literally using our disability as like kind of a weapon to spark change. You know, Tupac said, I may not be the one to change the world, but I may be the spark to spark that child or that or the children that will change the world. You feel what I'm saying? I may not be that change, but I may spark some change through another person. So I feel, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And as far as, as far as like dating apps go, it's, it's, it's hella hard. Like I have my own preferences or whatever and what I like in girls and what I like in dudes. It doesn't matter what race. It don't matter what, you know, you know how I am. It don't matter to me. I'm, but it don't matter what race you are. You could be white. You could be black, whatever. You could be Hispanic. I don't, I don't care. I really don't care. Um, but as far as like the dudes go, I'm very pacific with that. Like I'm, I'm kind of picky. 
um, I feel like <laughs> most bisexuals are, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm pretty particular yeah, in what I do. And not don't even like... bisexuals, like everybody. You know, I have, as far as the dudes go, I like more androgynous, feminine makeup type looking dudes. You're like, wow, they're pretty dudes. Like, yeah. I like, I like that type of dude, you know. Um, as far as females go, it doesn't really matter to to me. Even with trans women, because I put them in the category of females because they are. I'm I'm cool. What has it been like in your past relationships? And like has or has anyone been like, well, I guess I can't be with him anymore just because of he is a burden to me or whatever. Has uh, anyone ever done that to you? I'll tell you like this. I haven't had that happen. I'm gonna tell you another scenario that I've seen as far as just sex goes or whatever. I have a I have a sibling and he's able bodied. I've seen where when people come up to them, they have a different body reaction, they talk to him different. We know the language of attraction. So we know with our siblings who are I don't know if you have a sibling that is able. Yeah, I have two yeah. able bodied siblings. Yeah. So you know the difference between how people come up to them mm-hmm. and how people come up to you like 100%. they'll be like They'll be like to your able-bodied sibling, they'll be like, hey, da 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 And you could tell that that person likes them. But then when, when when it's us, it's like, oh, that's my little sister. That's my little brother. And I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why That's why most of the time me and mom were having this conversation. Why, why all the time do you call <laughs> women sis or whatever? Like, you my sister. But like, um, she was like, why, why all the time do you call women's sister or whatever the case may be. And I said, most of the females that I know that I actually like, I know that they look at me as a brother. I already know that. So it would be a, it would be a waste of time for me to say, Hey, I I like you in a romantic way. Cause I already know from your body reaction that you don't like me that way. Mm-hmm. We we know what's up. Yeah. We know yeah, what's up. We see it. <laughs> yeah. I see it firsthand also. Yeah. Just and I think it's almost like we have to prove ourselves <laughs> to the other to the group of people that were meeting that yeah. that like Hell we yeah. are legitimate human beings that Hell are yeah. strong Hell and yeah. that are warriors and I that mean, have a great attitude on life and overcome barriers and challenges. Like my brother he has no problem with the females or whatever. And it's just like, I come up to a female that I like, but I can tell that uh, you're my little brother. I love you. <laughs> you hear that a lot. I love you. And you can tell by the inflection of I love you that they don't mean it in the romantic sense. Yep. They mean it in like a kindergarten type way. And you like, dude, aren't you like, 30 and I'm 29 like why you treat me like I'm in diapers like I like you you see a lot of men and and women do this as well well you know um I don't know if I could be with him because or I don't but aren't you the one that's single like just because he's blind or just because a person may be disabled does not mean like Bro, we all need love. That person or that female may be a little broke at the time. They still need love and understanding. 
We all do. I feel like it's a shame. We should all be loved. I feel like we should all be affectionate. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm always being, you know, just, Hey everybody, you know, and, and that's me. That's truly me. But where is the love for me? Like where, where is that person for me? And I know you feel the same way. Like, yeah, I could love myself all day. And here's the thing. People say, well, you just love yourself and it comes. We love ourselves to death. But at the end of the day, and sorry to sound so so depressed and, and morbid, it's not literally about us. It's about the chair. It's about the walker. You can love yourselves to the buildings fall. It's a mindset. Yeah, I, I can't, you know, or let's say you have an accident. You're just finding out what I'm finding out. So it's different for me. I saw this as a child. Do you know how how that affects someone? Like you've seen it as a child or a teenager. Do you know how much that affects us? It's just like, it's weird. And there's been times when I've been like, man, where's the attention to me? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, also I would like to to say this as well. That piano that we have, my brother plays. My mom told me this. She asked my brother's piano teacher if she could teach me. And she said, no, I I can't teach him piano. Why not? She was like, because of his hand. Now, my right hand is weaker than my left hand. You you can Mm. totally see. But she was like, no, I can't teach him. Hmm. There's other ways to learn piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was like, no, I can't teach him. So. It was a good pain. It wasn't a bad pain because I know how to create out of chaos. You know, I feel like the reason I'm so good is because of that. Maybe, you know, I created out of that pain. You know, my brother, able-bodied, privileged, and, you know, he's able to play piano. But I had to find my own voice Mm -hmm. because wasn't nobody going to teach me piano. Wasn't nobody going to sit me down and teach me scales. So I had to literally be like, okay, what can I do good? When I was in middle school, my middle school teacher said, I want y'all to write 10 poems. We looking at her like, we sixth graders. We looking at her like, what, what, what you mean? 10 poems, (laughs) you know? And she was like, y'all can do it. So I went home and automatically Started thinking of lyrics, started thinking of poems, like just to express myself. Like these are my own poems that I came up with. And mom was like, she was writing them for me because I, you know, I can't really write that well. And she said, Jay, she like, these are good. Hmm. I, I said, okay. You found your I, voice. I went to my, I went to my um, English teacher and she was like, oh my God. She was like, you're dope. And I was like, thank you. That finally, you got that feeling of appreciation yeah, yeah, from yeah. someone else definitely. who's able-bodied. Yeah, definitely. Like that you're seen. Definitely. Then I started doing like metal music in my high school. And we were the first metal band in high school. And everybody loved us. And they were like, yo, yo, Jay, you you really dope with this metal thing. Like I was like, yo. So I just, <laughs> I just took it and, and just ran with it because... I just feel like, you know, that's where I'm at. I wasn't able and it it makes me it makes me cry. I wasn't able to 
to learn how to play the piano and I really wanted to learn how to play an instrument. And I remember talking to somebody about this not too long ago and I just broke down because I'm like, if I could have learned how to play an instrument, I would be so farther than I am now. Like, I I can see it. I would have been like up there, but you know, I still have a long way to go. It's getting better because it's like I'm able to express myself through lyrics and my voice. You know, when I was in high school, I was like one of like five kids that was into metal music and people were like, yo, Jay, you really good. So I just kept on going with it. And it's been a it's been a long road for me, like as far as being a person with a disability that does metal because, you know, nobody in the metal scene, I know like maybe maybe three or four people who are physically disabled in the metal scene that do music. Not a lot of us, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just want to share my voice. And as far as like how I perform, I paint my face in corpse paint and, you know, do all (laughs) that. But yeah, it's just, it's just me being expressive about what I've been through and just seeing the, the darkness of it, but turning the darkness into a beautiful artistic nightmare. But at the same time, it's kind of like Alice Cooper. It's beautiful and artistic, but it still has like kind of like a creepiness to it. So like, that's what I want to show them. You know, I want to show them that it is painful, but there is kind of still a light. You know, there's still a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. There is. There always is. And it's almost like when one door closes, I mean, she basically said no to you, that you weren't physically capable of doing something and- you know, you decided, well, there's something better that I can do. And yeah. two, three, four other doors opened. Yeah. And I know I've been told no a yeah. number of times. <laughs> yeah, that um, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it really hurts. It takes a toll on you because you're just like, wow, it's really unfortunate yeah. that someone views me as that way. And being able to create opportunity out of um, darkness is a true testament of someone who is a warrior. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to I wanna ask you a question. Okay. Like, I was talking about just like disability and sexuality and how we're perceived and, you know, how I would like to see a disabled porn star or whatever the case may be when we were talking about harassment and stuff like that. You were talking about how, and I, I don't, I don't want to bring that trauma to you, but you were talking about how uh, you got harassed at, the marta bus station and me being a male i don't i've never gotten harassed like that you know like yeah i've been called retarded or slow and people pick on me now that hurts you know what i'm saying Mm. like the way i look at the word handicapped and retarded is kind of like the way i look at the n-word if we're using it in a funny way cool but if an able-bodied person is using it in a negative way. In a negative way. That's not it. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's the way I look at those words. So when I say HWA, handicap with attitude, I'm taking the word handicap and kind of using it for my own benefit and my own power instead of just saying, oh, I'm hand- they say I'm handicapped. I'm just going to sit here. Nah, I'm going to use that, the negative and make lemonade out that bitch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, I'm um, so- <laughs> Handicap with attitude. I love that. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. HWA. Handicap with attitude. HWA. I'm going to start using that. Well, I think we all have a little sass in us. Yeah. Because we deal with so much stuff. Shit, yeah. There's so much shit. 
Yeah, um, I think for me, so I don't have a car. And so the only way I get around is on sidewalks or mass transportation. And I'm there all hours of the day and late mm-hmm. at night. And I think for me, I do get harassed um, either on the streets or when I'm waiting for buses or getting on the train and going inside of a station. Some of the stations downtown uh-huh. in downtown or midtown, um, there's lots of loiters hanging out and it's very uncomfortable as a female. Yeah. Um, sometimes if it's a certain time of night, I will actually avoid certain stations and I'll just keep rolling further up just to get on a better station just because I just, I don't want to deal with that un- uncomfortability. I've even had people one time I was at civic center and it was, it was late. I get on the elevator and three other men walk in behind me on purpose. Um, they were just out standing around and it was ve- nothing happened, but it was just like very uncomfortable. Well, I say nothing happened, but nothing happened. Like they didn't physically touch me or anything, but they were the vibe. It was the could, vibe. You could feel yeah, the it. And then, and then also they were like chatting under their, you know, under their breath and they were saying things. And I'm like, get me off this elevator right now. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't want to be here. And it's challenging because when you do have to, the only form of getting down to the train is an elevator. So it's almost like you're trapped in there for, you know, 30, 60, 90 seconds. And, that's a long time if you're mm-hmm. in there and you feel uncomfortable. That's been my experience. It doesn't happen all the time, but yeah. you just have to be very careful. Especially no woman the- should ever be harassed. I mean, yeah. Um, literally, literally, I, I, I feel, I feel the same way. Like when I heard that, no woman should ever be harassed. And as I start, mm. as I start looking more inside myself, I realize that I'm for everybody's everybody's rights i'm for women's rights disabled rights you know lgbtq plus you know and and i feel like you as a as a human being they should never harass you like that bro. Right. like that pissed me the fuck off yeah and, and it's, it's crazy like you walking down the street by yourself or rolling down the street <laughs> by yourself should i say <laughs> And nobody should be like, hey, mom, what, what, like, or nobody should be like, right? Nah, bro, that's lame as shit. Yeah. Let the woman, let the woman do what she do. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with, uh, anybody who may be like trans or whatever. They chatter and they follow them home. It's like, nah, man, come on, stop it. I, I totally sympathize with you and totally, Totally, my heart goes out to you mm. whatever, in, in that regard because I was raised by my mom. So all my life, I've been respect women. Like, I've been raised by women. I mean, my dad died when I was three. Yeah, Aww. my dad died when I was three. So I know nothing but women. Mm-hmm. So for a man to be like, stop doing that, y'all. Stop harassing women in a wheelchair stop harass stop calling disabled dudes retarded when they walking down the street or or doing like this like man i wonder what their story is you know what i'm saying so when i see maybe like a homeless person like i'll stare at them and i'll be like but it won't be like a rule it'll be like where they came from and, and what they you know like I wonder what their soul about, you know what I'm saying? Not not the mental state of them holding the cup, but 
who are they really? You know, because a lot of put the homeless and the mentally ill out on the street, which is bullshit. We shouldn't be doing that anyway. Should be building shelters for them. And same thing with, with us as disabled people. I feel like people should be giving more attention to those who are disabled and to those minorities who are disenfranchised. You feel what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I don't care if I'm in an apartment with my mom. When people are teasing me, they'll say these three things. And sorry to be vulgar, retarded, stupid. If they know that I'm bisexual, they'll, they'll, they'll call me the F word. You know what I'm saying? If we get stopped by the racist person or a racist cop, they'll be like, what are you doing here? N word. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm still looked at as those minorities. So I feel like we should be doing more to help minorities, people of color and people with disabilities and people in the LGBT community, especially if they're all of those combined. Cause <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing. People will be like, Oh, he just an angry disabled black man. No, like I see it. Like I see the mistreatment of my black brothers and sisters. I see the mistreatment of my disabled brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? There was a story I was telling mom, there was like an autistic man. He wasn't mentally all the way there. Cop told him to get down on the ground or something like that. And he wasn't really comprehending and understanding. They, they shot him. Wow. And I'm just like, bro. Because he didn't he didn't get down on the ground. He didn't quote follow orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing the thing about it is, here's the here's the kicker to the story. The caregiver was right there telling them, don't, 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 don't harm him. He hasn't taken his medicine. Or, they didn't listen to the caregiver. They told her, the caregiver, to to shut up or something like that. They're thinking in their head that this man is just going crazy and we need to attack him. No, he is mentally disabled. He He's mentally challenged. You could tell, you could tell in the story that they wrote. Like they were like, the police didn't care. Any minority knows how it is when people don't care. And I think that cops should be trained to know how to deal with people with mental disabilities and know how to deal with people with disabilities, period. Yeah, some stories that really strike to the heart. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, it can be ignorance. It could also just be not, no proper training. Yeah. I, and I, so building I feel that like community. It's both. I feel like that's what people need. They need to be sympathetic and do their job at the same time. That's what I'm saying. And you need to have training and to know how to deal with people with disabilities. You need to have training and to know how to deal with people who are minorities. Like the way I look at it is like this. If you don't have a son or a daughter or anybody in your family who disa who's disabled that you hang out with, then you don't know. You don't understand. Just like if I say Black Lives Matter, to somebody that doesn't understand and just telling me to shut up, they don't understand our struggle. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't get it. 
when we say when people say black lives matter or people with disabilities matter they're not saying we're the only people that matter they're saying listen to us too we're getting persecuted lgbtq plus people matter we're saying listen to us too we're getting persecuted i think the world is made for able bodied yeah it really is and that's able bodied white males if you think about it if you're not disabled if you are able bodied white male who's straight yeah i mean if we think about it the last few hundred years has really been overcoming that exact thing that you said yeah through it's just if you're ending able, slavery yeah. women's rights if lgbtq movement exactly the civil rights act disability act exactly all of that has been overcoming the challenges that we set in place the very exclusive criteria that you were required to be to be an american citizen exactly able-bodied straight white males when i say that and they don't understand. They get so offended. And I'm like, my brother, my brother, stop. Stop and think. The world don't revolve around you because <laughs> you look like Justin Bieber. Stop <laughs> it, my dude. <laughs> like, Put disabled people down, black people down, gay people down. And it's, enough is enough. It's time for people to be who they want to be. Be whoever they want to be, man. And um, about, about, you know, our... LGBT community, something just came in my head. Okay. There is a, I've never been to this club before. There's a club that I think it's called Hush. Um, I follow them on Instagram where they have trans uh, women dancers. And I was like, yo, I would like to go there just to show my, you know, support for those, for those women that are sharing their talents of dancing, even though it's exotic twerking type stuff, they're still really sharing their talents and sharing their power. So I would really like to go there one day. And I just wanted to put that out there because I'm like, just accept people for who they are. Don't worry about nothing else. You know, we need to be accepted, you know, as people with disabilities, people, LGBT community, any religion, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, we all need to be accepted. Well, thank you so much. I think that's, I think that's probably the best piece of advice that we can give listeners is to just accept people for who they are and not just like accept them, be like, okay, that's just who they are, but really embrace them for who they are. Yeah, 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 no doubt. When I say accept, I mean embrace it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I really want to go to that club because I love trans women, but also I just embrace it. Like it's dope. I I really love what they're doing. So I'm going to share that information after we get off of the air or whatever, you know? Well, great. Well, thanks, J-Rock, for being no here. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Pick up my <laughs> um my yeah, single special plug. ed prison of my on Bandcamp. Um, I'll, I'll give you the information so you can put it all up on your places and stuff. Yeah, and I can put it in the podcast description. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely, yeah. Well, cool, thanks. Yeah, can't wait for you to do some music. <laughs> awesome. There's transcripts in the notes. If you have any feedback, comments, suggestions, text me at 470-588-1215. I'll see you next week. Bye.